All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So for today's topic, I want to talk about manpower. I I want to talk about our dominant role in society and history. I want to talk about the consequences of that role, and I want to talk about the future. So real quick story. So I'm, I'm coaching now. I'm coaching boys and, you know, getting them ready for, you know, this track season. And I start to look around and notice. I'm like, God, man, is this how toned and ripped, you know, I was when I was a kid? Like, you know, you just eat a pack of Oreos and you just pop out like a new chiseled six pack. I'm just like, wow, like if I sit down, you know, too long during the week, I lose it. I go back to a keg. So it's like we, we got to be smart now as and as adults. But I'm looking at these kids and I'm like, wow, every dad assumes that they're going to have a son, one of these boys. But when you have a daughter, boy, 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 you start to see the world a whole lot different. And that energy, it does something to you. If you love your child, if you love your daughter, that energy does something to you where a, you either <laughs> go and buy a new shotgun. <laughs> now you realize all the stuff you thought was cute as a, as a young man, as a teenager, all that stuff you thought was cute, all that stuff you thought was funny and cheating and thought, thinking you can get away with it. You realize somebody can do that to your daughter. So it's not as funny anymore, is it? So that's manpower. That's our society. That's our structure. It's it's almost as old as our, our time. And I'm looking at these boys just thinking like, wow, you guys are the exact age I was when I thought I could get away with some stuff. I thought I was smarter than my parents. I thought, ah, they won't notice. Well, they notice. It's just, I mean, think about it. Like real talk, you're an adult. You don't want to be awake past a certain time. Like you want to get in bed and heal from all the the stuff you've done all day, whether you like your job or your career or your business or not. So this dominant male role, um, we have to be in charge and women have to be under us. We can't be led by a woman. We can't be bossed around by a woman. You know, we'll say, oh, you know, yep, throws like a girl. That's a condemning statement. That's trash talk. Or we'll say, don't be a, you know, you know, don't be a giant. We'll say that to guys, not realizing that that is where life comes from, is through that woman's hips. That is where you go for sex, the greatest pleasure you'll ever know. And if that doesn't exist, nothing exists. So telling somebody, don't be a, you know, pussy, don't be one. Like, what do you really mean? Don't bring life into this planet. <laughs> Don't be the greatest sexual pleasure we've ever had. If anything, you might need a new statement like "Don't be dumb," or "Don't be stupid," or you know, "You're being dumb." Ah, that sounds a lot better. Trying to make something that is feminine derogatory—that's that dominant male role. That's what I'm talking about. It's 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 not even logical. It doesn't even help. Because telling someone to not be something that you really love or that you came from, <laughs> it's like if somebody came from, I don't know, Texas, man, you're being a real Texas right now. 
Well, how do you mean that? You mean don't be like this, the great state or great place or don't, uh, uh, like, what do you mean? Like, how do you mean that? Like, explain that. So, <laughs> yeah. And it's like the women's role, men are so afraid to be led by a woman. I've had, I don't, I've had like two or three bosses in the last uh, four or five years. And like, especially my, my bosses now, <laughs> like they're amazing. We get motivated. We talk about some things. We get organized. We go get it. Now, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy any of the male bosses that I had because the guy that was my goat, my goat boss, um, we didn't get actually get to be together very long um, due to uh, cutbacks. This was like kind of right after 2008. We didn't get to be around each other for too long. Um, but since then, like, I, I can't deny the management and leadership that I've had. Like, I can't deny um, uh, the, the fun that we've had, the, the leadership, the management tools, the assets, uh, 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 the networking that I've had with these women. I'm not a hater at all. Like, this has been beautiful. This has been great. And it continues to grow. Like it hasn't just been in my network. It's actually been outside of my network with white, black, Mexican, Asian, all types of women. The reach has even increased. So this this idea that women can't lead and women can't rule. Well, you you need to know what the job is. If the job is being masculine, then OK, well, that's being masculine. Like I I don't need a woman to have a hairy chest like me or hair down below like me or balls like me. I don't need a woman to do that. I, I'm secure in my manhood enough to have that and not feel intimidated by that. But if the job is the job, if it's sales, if it's politics, if it's, if it's the economy and you do that job well, what are you really arguing about? Like, what are you mad about? You need somebody to do this job. So let's go get the job done. That's like saying a woman can't be a truck driver. If she's driving that thing, like, oh, so she can't fall asleep and tip it over and slide off of a median like a man? <laughs> oh, psh, no, that's a man's job. Only a man can screw that up. Only a man can flip and get into a median like that. Only a man can fall asleep and plow into a, a minivan full of, of a mother and kids. That's a man's job. <laughs> Like, come on, like, what What do you, and, and, and here's the thing, here's the thing, like, don't get me wrong. If you choose to be a man, if you were born a woman and you choose to be a man, that is 100% your choice. And I applaud you in that. And you go have fun and have a great life. If you were born male with male genitalia and you decide to go and be a woman, and you are excited about that and you are happy. That is your choice. And you go ahead and be happy uh, 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 living your life. And we'll celebrate that. Now, where I do differ is skeletal muscle. OK, so me and my skeletal muscle, I think men were a little bit different. And this is kind of why I wanted to make this uh, podcast in our skeletal muscle. I feel like our skeletal muscle our tools and uh, skeletal muscle tools and, and most of our habits 
Um, this is where men have been the most comfortable. Internally, I feel like as as men, we haven't been very developed. This is why we don't take the time to explain things to women, how we feel in our emotions, um, because after Sesame Street, it really isn't like pushed. It really isn't a, a drive for men to sit down and explain how they feel about a certain thing. You feel the football field. You feel the weight room. You feel the fight in you know certain types of scenarios. You feel athleticism. That's what you feel. So yeah, we're taught to feel everything that's on ESPN, but none of the things that are on Oprah or Steve Harvey or, you know, I, I love uh, Dr. Phil. One of those books helped my marriage early on before I got married. Um, so, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we don't in our skeletal muscle as men, we don't ever go in to the core. And this is why I believe wholeheartedly you have these great male leaders, good and bad, evil and holy. These great male leaders have inspired and built men up so much is because they know how to speak to the external as well as the internal. They know how to speak to your heart and wave the flag and you eat it all. They wave that flag. They wear that red tie, that blue tie. They put in that suit and tie and proud to be an American. <laughs> Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> like they start singing that song and you start, oh, say, can you see? And you that tear comes down your eye and you eat it all as a man because you identify with that. But our women, our ladies have been riding this boat since the beginning. And they have been in this boat of life, of healing waters of correcting waters and this boat of, of the dream of just what life is, a fulfilled life. Look at what your maternal characters always represent. Big mama that will feed you, that will heal you, that will talk to you. And you can lean on her lap and cry as that kid growing up. You, you can't tell mom, you, you probably tell grandma, <laughs> you know? So it's like, look at the roles that these women have always played in the nurturing and in, in taking all of the sensitivity that you can't share the world, they take it. And guess what? They never blast you. They never say anything. They never expose you unless it's lighthearted fun, you know. But that's where like now. I'm starting to see it and I'm seeing it from a lot of ladies. I'm seeing it from a lot of women. These women that are dominant in business, dominant in their fields and dominant wherever they are. They're not afraid to come home and love their husbands, wives, family, kids, according to who's at home. They don't drag home the, the work self to the home self. And they don't beat up on anybody and say, well, I'm this manager, I'm this boss and Lord that over their family. And, and this was actually something I had to learn um, from a good friend of mine 
um, who was an ethanol broker. He just explained to me, he's like, yeah, I leave that at home. I don't try to, you know, swindle and trade and broker my wife. That's just not, you know, that's not cool. That's like you're you're abusing your powers in a sense. You know, it's like a hypnotist going home and hypnotizing his whole family to do everything he says. And women could literally do that. No one digs to the core to find out who we are more than a woman. And that's why when a man does it, you call it the CIA. When a man does it, you call him a lawyer. When a man does it, you call him a pastor. You call him a psychologist. You call him a a marriage counselor. When a man does it, when a man goes internal, there's always a high paying career behind it. When a woman goes internal, we just said, oh, that's a good woman. She's so kind. She's so loving. It's not really fair. (laughs) So it's like a woman could be a mental health specialist or in any position of power that actively engages the mind and and motivation. And oh, here we go. Here's the woman's complaint hour. Here's some woman complaining again. That's not like, why would you want that? And, and like people fail to see that these <laughs> women that you feel like need to be under you a lot of times need to be driving the car. Like I, I, I hate to say it. You put the record up. I have more speeding tickets than my wife. Now she may be going crazy <laughs> and hating the way traffic is going, but I have more speeding tickets than my wife. So I had to chill, you know, that testosterone, that fast and furious, you got to calm that down. And and uh, my daughter was was definitely an indication of that. I mean, you don't want to be rolled up on the side of the road and have CPS come take your, your child from you, you know, boy or girl. I don't care who your child is, boy or girl. It doesn't matter. CPS doesn't care. They don't care if you're trying to toughen your child up. <laughs> they do not care. And I mean... This is mm, the consequences. We're not talking about the consequences at all because we're afraid to deal with that talk because it's kind of an onward spiral. And I started to see this in like the hip hop world, you know, and friends of mine, I I hate that this happens this way, but friends of mine will, they're so quick to call a rapper trash. Oh, uh, Kodak, Uzi Vert. Takashi, purple hair, blue hair, strawberry hair, just dudes trash. And like kids like it. Like we forget hip hop is the language of the people. Hip hop is the noise of the people. It's our creative intelligence. Ask KRS-One. Hip hop is our creative intelligence. So what are you going to see in the five, the, the five hands, the, the, the hand of hip hop? It's, it's five things. It is the people Ooh, I better not mess this up. It's the people, the graffiti, the art, the dance, uh, rapping. And then God, what was the last part? I say graffiti, the people, the rapping, the dancing, the graffiti. And there was another thing. I know video games is a part of it now, but there was another. I mean, you can just say music in general, like jazz, R&B. But um, 
what we, what we had in our era of hip hop. I remember growing up, I was like, "Wow, <laughs> these like Busta, like Busta Rhymes is my favorite rapper." So, like going from let let me do it this way: going from like Chub Rock and MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice, N.W.A. Uh, uh, um, I could probably just say Chub Rock, N.W.A., Ice T, and like Too Short to like, you know, I'm trying to think like who was in between that. It was kind of like Tupac. Digital Underground, Humpty Dumpty. Uh, I'm naming a lot of people, but like Busta Rhymes, Kanye West, uh, Eminem, Drake, you know, Lil Wayne. We've seen a lot over the years. And I remember everybody hating on Busta Rhymes. Like, woo I got you all in check. Like, I remember he, everybody hating on him and, and like, God, what is hip-hop doing? Then Mystical. <laughs> I may not be nothing to you, but, you know, I like, Mystical was so loud and just so full of energy. And a lot of people felt some kind of way about that. Eminem's always mad and nasty. And, like, people felt some kind of way about him. Uh, I'm sure, sure, so sure uh, you know, Puffy, Diddy, Bad Boy, and all that, Tupac and all that, I'm pretty sure people felt some kind of way about that. Like, why are they influencing more gangsterism and shooting and violence in hip-hop when these people need the exact opposite of that? So people felt a certain way about us at that time and all the stuff that we had, you know, and somebody made the joke and said, well, we kept bragging about selling drugs we kept bragging about beating people and and beating wives and what did we expect the kids to turn out like if 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 you were bragging about selling drugs to a mom and she's all drugged out having kids well that kid isn't going to turn out to be cam newton that kid isn't going to turn out to be a nasa uh employee like that kid is going to have some developmental issues so, yeah, we bragged about that when it was in our music. We bragged about it when, you know, oh, you can sleep with all these people. You can do all this and do all that and until you get, like, HIV or pass on some disease and all that. We bragged about that. So that's my, that's my question is, like, did you sell drugs to somebody's mom and then they had a, a rapper kid and now that kid is growing up and you're saying they tr- they're trash when – you created that animal, that monster. So that's all. I'm, that's why it now is kind of hard for me. It, it really is because, like I, I've been watching this game from afar because I'm an R&B guy. <laughs> I'm a singer. You know, I want to sing to you. I, I want to Earth, Wind, and Fire, and you know, I want a '70s, '80s. I want to love you down. I'm like, I don't. I don't need a gun. I need a bedroom. (laughs) So did we poison these future moms in our hip hop world? And then, you know, the the old days, 
you know, men had to be a specific thing to be a man. Like I remember seeing in the in one of the groups I'm in, one of the guys was saying, my son doesn't want want to play football. How do I look at him as a man? And I'm like, you don't. <laughs> like especially especially in the black community, there's way too much emphasis put on athletes proving their manhood. Well, what if your son was the next Tesla, but he was just black? You would really deny him that chance to grow academically because you want to see a man in football pads. You want green mile <laughs> like that. And that's what is troubling. That's what we come from. If you're 40 plus right now, you're looking at these kids thinking, oh, they're trash. They don't want to play football. They want to man up. They don't want to do that. They just want to hold hands and 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 sing with these girls and 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 do internships. That might be what we need. We might need more of that, you know. I mean, if it's going to raise healthy healthy families and get more healthy families out there, maybe we cut half of them that really aren't going to take football serious anyway. They're going to get destroyed. Take those kids that don't really care about football, that are just doing it because their friends do it. Take them out of the little leagues and find something that will develop them. Because we did that. I mean, I watched the Save by the Bell marathon and watch A.C. Slater and Zach Morris and do all that. Well, I got beat by a girl. It was a beach marathon. You know, they're running on the beach doing all kinds of, uh, I think it was A.C. Slater and Lisa Turtle were racing. I got beat by a girl. No, you got beat by a smarter person. (laughs) The sex had nothing to do with it. She was just smarter. So we've got a lot of that still to filter out. What are the consequences of unlogical masculinity for 30 years, 40 years? I can't tell you how many movies I've watched after The Breakfast Club with Emilio Estevez and and Judd and Molly Ringwald and, and, you know, all those guys. I can't tell you how many movies I've watched after that where we still have the macho bully character that has it all. Now, I'll, I'll tell you like this. I'm, I'm just be very transparent and honest. As a man, uh, like just as a man, if it's a good Valentine's Day, wink, wink, a good anniversary, wink, wink, and I'm loving my wife and having a good time, wink, wink, Okay, if we're good, I've fried my catfish, eat my food, I'm feeling great. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna give about negative 20 seconds to anybody that's not doing what I'm doing. That's not living the way I'm living. If my life is good, what do I need to pick on somebody for? If I'm great, feeling good, feeling great. Feeling great, feeling good. How are you? You. Thank you, Benjamin Andre. If I'm feeling good, what's the whole, why why is that a part of our masculinity? I see this kid that doesn't lift weights. I see this kid that's not very strong. I see this kid that mm, can't afford, you know, the clothing that I have. I've got a three, you know, $300 letter jacket on, $70 jeans, um, a nice t-shirt, clean Nike sneakers, I'm going to kick this kid down the stairs. What 
part of that masculinity benefits us as a society. When that kid comes back and shoots up the school, wow, that was great. That's smart. I'm glad we're creating that. Good job, masculinity. <laughs> or when that kid becomes smart enough <laughs> to create uh, 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 jobs and technology, and then <laughs> you walk into that office and try to get a job, or they, <laughs> or they downsize your position in every way so that it's not hireable and you can't get a job in that town, <laughs> like great job masculinity way to create enemies that you can't defeat so that's what i'm saying this whole thing has consequences whereas men we've really been putting way too much energy in the wrong places i mean are you going to disagree with people of course why not that's life that's learning but this misuse of power this misuse of energy the, the bullying and, and all the, the name calling and wanting to go after people just to prove our point. Like I see it on Facebook all the time. I'm like, why do you care? Like, especially if I put something up on my wall, that's my wall. If you haven't on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, if you're my friend, you chose to be my friend. You chose to agree, like it. If you disagree with me in any way and I don't know it, I don't know it. But to jump on my page, male or female, to jump on my page and argue with me up and down the street without even having a cup of tea with me. We haven't even had, you know, a meal. We haven't even broke bread. I see it a lot more with men than women. Now, I think this last year got kind of hot and heavy. Obviously, we know, you know, proud to be an American salute. You know, we we saw it a lot. But, you know, th this tone that these kids are trash. Um, did we use all the macho? Um, or did did we abuse these kids so much that they don't want our way anymore? Like, it's a reality. Think about it. It's not going to recreate. It's not going to uh, 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 mature um, and make it into the next generation if it isn't of real value. You know, and that's why you start to see it is is the feeling more important than the logic. I'm seeing that a lot now where the feeling has become more important than the logic because it's been bridled up and suppressed for so long. You know. So that's why, and I say it jokingly, great job masculinity, um, because we've created a world and a scenario where we've got to be right, even if we're killing, damaging, or hurting. And I hate to say it, but the women have brought their two cents in on it too. The women haven't really been able to be women because of our schedule. This is something I still like, like, I just don't get it. Women, you are your own support. And I, I had a friend of mine explain to me, she was like, I'm, I'm not afraid of guys at all. Like, I'll go talk to the biggest, strongest guy at all. And I'm like, for real? And she was like, yeah, I'm not afraid of mechanics or techs or, you know, uh, uh, you know, these technicians. And 
I'm not afraid of any of these greaseheads, like grease monkeys. Like, I know them. What I don't know is women's, like, snappiness, connivingness. I don't know that from women. So, it's like, women, that's something you guys got to own. Like, you are your own network. All, All the nasty stuff that guys do to women, like, we don't care. We'll keep doing it because another woman will help or join. Like men don't, we don't really learn the point. Like you, you gotta, <laughs> something's got to hit us so hard internally that we're just like, God, I, just, I gotta make a change. <laughs> you know, like when left, I burned her, uh, you know, husband's house down. It's like, God, like, do I really want to do that again? So that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I mean is I'm not saying good job masculinity, you know, to just make fun and say that we're trash um, because we are capable of so many great things. And we see that all the time on a higher level or in certain specific spots, but it needs to be widespread where we understand we don't need to be cookie cutter, soft and sensitive. We don't need to be crying all the time. We don't have to watch TLC and the lifetime channel all the time. We just need to adequately use our testosterone adequately use what we've got because the the future is exactly what we put into it okay and like that that's what's so crazy is um the fertility of the future looks exactly like what we had yesterday were we taking care of our bodies were we doing what we were supposed to be doing And were the men that were trying to, you know, have babies and have kids, you know, were they damaging and abusing their bodies? We probably were. Uh Uh-oh. So when I talk about manpower, the dominant role, the consequences and the future, I'm really saying this for the future. Because the lack of investment, the lack of relationships and the lack of talk to the future is exactly what sends not just your kids out into a world where they're going to be beat up and nasty and don't have a clue. Your kids are going to have kids and your grandkids are going to be stuck in that same thing. I love seeing the contingency plan and the grand, the the, the follow-up plan that not only includes the kids, but also the grandchildren. I love seeing that when it includes success, a generation and, and a second down the road. And we need that so much. And we're not thinking about that. We aren't. I am now. If, if, if you all know who I know, um, I had a conversation, <laughs> conversation with, you know, a former boss of mine. And it was such a great conversation. She just explained to me in a nutshell. She was like, one of the reasons why I am the way I am is because my dad poured richly into me as my cheerleader. The girls that did not do well didn't have a dad behind them, supporting them and motivating them. And now when I look and I think back, everything she's saying was 100 and 200 percent correct. I'm like, I got to be that dad. If I care, like I say, I care about people. I've got to be that dad. And she overemphasized, almost kicked me in the forehead to like, I got it. She was like, you better love her. You better love her. So that's my question. 
in all this male dominance? Are we really getting the results out of people and ourselves that we really want? Like, that's kind of scary and troubling to me. If, if, if all we did as men was put up points and stories of legacy in the sports world, but we have a body full of cancer because we won't, well, I don't go to the doctor because I, I don't want to hear what they're going to say. I might go and find out I have something. And the ladies are going every year. <laughs> they're going every year and they outlive us. Like, what, what's our legacy going to be? That we didn't develop very well because we were such a tough man, because we had such strong muscles. We, we were so muscularly developed that we didn't have to, you know, we, our sex was so good that we didn't have to do anything else. Or he was such a good fighter. He was such a great quarterback. He, he didn't have to develop his relationships with his family, with his wife, with his children. You know, he was such a great quarterback. We did all that for him. <laughs> So that's all I'm saying. What is the ultimate legacy of our masculinity? Because I'm having grown men check me on that right now. They're like, oh, okay, well, good. You're good at this. You're good at that. But like, why aren't you looking at this? Like your kids are going to need this. Your wife is going to need this. And now I'm getting to a point where I'm starting to see that intelligence is the new sexy. Because now I can know things. I don't have to sit and not know. That's very masculine to not know and just penetrate and blast even the concrete with the things you, you, you don't know. All right, you all. Well, I love you all. I hope you love me back. Please love, like and share these messages. I'll definitely have more. 2021 has been. Oh, my God. It's it's not even it's night and day difference. I, I'm not I'm saying this even with coronavirus. I've already experienced greatness in this month that is like 10 times better than this time this time last year. So by March, whoo, by March, by St. Patty's Day, I'm uh I'm 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 really excited. I'm I'm reloaded. All right, y'all. Peace and love. I love you all. Hope you love me back. I'll see you soon.